is going on. It's JMW. That's Fresh X. And we are the International Professional Podcasters, the Hoopers. What's going on, players? So we've been at this podcast thing for a minute now, and I'm pretty sure y'all wondering, man, I don't know if I could be a podcaster, how much would it cost? But using the Anchor app is absolutely free. It's free and it's easy to do. You can record from your phone, you can record on your computer, even on your iPad or whatever you use. So it's super simple. Now you've got it set up, you know that you can do it. You're thinking, man, now how do I get listeners? How do I put it out there? Anchor also provides that for you, considering that they put you on different platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can't be international if people don't hear you. And they also set it up for you where you can make money off of your listeners, but no, no minimum listenership. So all you got to do, go to anchor.fm, download the app, and everything you need is right here. So it's us once again, the international professional podcaster, John W. And Fresh X. You the hoopers. Peace out, players. So recently it was made official. Um, congratulations to John Morant. He's officially rookie of the year. Almost unanimously. 99 of the first place votes. 99 of 100 possible first place votes. The one vote went to Zion, but Zion finished in third place. Kendrick Nunn, shout out to him. Finished in second place. I think he has the highest finish for undrafted rookie. I'm not really sure. But <clears throat> congrats to Ja and shout out to Ja for wearing the rookie of the year once in his shoot. Uh in his rookie of the year shoot. That was dope. I want to take since we gave Ja his congrats, I want to take just a brief second to call out the one person that voted for Zion. And that's always been kind of my issue with some media votes is some people kind of take it personal and they put their own like Zion didn't even finish third and and you voted for him first place. You're the only person that voted for him first place. So it was no reason to vote for Zion. I don't even think Zion should have been eligible, really. He didn't play enough games. He, I mean, they, I think he possibly played less games than NBA played. But media members should take their votes more seriously, stop taking them personal, and vote off the facts. John Morant should have been unanimous rookie of the year. And does it even say who that one person is? <clears throat> like, you usually don't know unless the person come out and said. I remember years ago when the one person voted for Melo for uh, MVP. Melo finished second. That stopped LeBron from, well, being unanimous. He came out and wrote why he voted Carmelo rookie up. I mean, MVP. So I'm calling now. I don't know who did it, but the person that voted Zion, tell us why you voted for Zion. Yeah. You, you need to explain yourself. Nah, uh, yeah, like that's like yeah, because. I mean, like you said, he didn't play enough games. So I was there from beginning to the end. He hooped from beginning to the end. Barely missed out on making the playoffs, which they were in a position to make all year. Right. Even before the stoppage in the season. Could be argued if there was no stop that they would have made it. It could right. be argued. Right. So to that one person that voted for Zion, come out and explain yourself because I know you listen to our podcast. <laughs> right. And on that note, I'm John W. Fresh X. And we are the Hoopers. Um, shout out to Montrez Harrell as well, who was just named Sixth Man of the Year. Yep. Um, shout out to Lou Williams, who gave him the award. You yep. know, basically, like, you know, I've been headed, so here you go. Like, he yeah. just took the award out of, tro- out of the trophy room. Yeah, the little one, he had one two straight, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was big for Montrez and um, the price going up. Oh, definitely, because he already was looking for a decent little bag this summer, and now you win, um, Sixth Man, six man of the Year. Of the year. 
Uh, I believe he was around 17, 18 points. I might be short him a few points um, for a team that's competing for a championship. Important piece. <laughs> it's a joke that the seventh man won sixth man of the year, but Montrez was deserving. I think uh, – Schroeder should have won. Uh, yeah, an 18.6 per game was his points this year. I think Dennis Schroeder should have won. That's who I chose uh, from OKC. Just because – just like we didn't – you know, Chris Paul got his all-star because we didn't expect much from them. Dennis um, was real – very important to what OKC did this year. And you even saw that in the, the playoffs. You know, they ran a lot of stuff for him. And, you know, he was at 18.9 per game this year, too. So, it could have went either way. I think those two were the, the best choices. Lou was just a throw-in. Um, I don't even think he should have been up there. But shout-out to Trez, though. And shout-out to his shoes, just as for Breonna Taylor. Uh, he had her on his shoes during his shoot for a six-man of the year. So, that's cool. <clears throat> it would be interesting to see uh, um, where he looks to go, uh, what his offers are going to look like earlier in the year. It was like some stuff to Atlanta and um, stuff like that, but I don't want Tristan in Atlanta. Nah, because I wouldn't like him here, but because him and John Collins, uh, why go to Atlanta? And come off the bench, no. Yeah, but uh, I guess we we're actually watching the game now. Watched it last night, but uh, uh, go just go through a few scores just from last night's game. The Clippers they went up two one on um, they went up two one on Denver. Kawhi finished with, I believe, 23, 14, and 6. Uh, overall round of game, Paul George had 32. Good shooting night for him. Um, and uh, the Celtics, they took a 3-2 lead uh, with Jalen Brown putting up 27 uh, last night. Um, when you think about the, those two series uh, with the Celtics, you think it's over? I'll start there. Uh, and, uh, before you go there, I think Pascal Siakam has confirmed that he is a um, not your best player on your team, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, because I had the Celtics at six already. You so did. You did. They kind of got to go ahead and win it now for me to be right. But regardless, I got them in. I got them in the series anyway because I think um, this series, just like it's confirmed that Pascal right now isn't your number one player. I think it also confirmed how good Jalen Brown is. Right. Like um. Even the game they lost the other day, right. when he was asked to guard Pascal, he had Pascal. He was, Pascal was one for eight against Jalen Brown. He really doesn't have him. <clears throat> other than I think game four, he really doesn't have him. He doesn't. He's just played him well the whole series. And I wasn't even expecting, undersized too. Yeah, I wasn't even expecting Jalen to um, guard Pascal, but I do think Jalen yeah, right. is um right now. I think he is a top five two way player. I think he's That's on his fair. way to. Top three because I don't think people realize he also gives you twenty one points a night on high thirty high thirty low forty percent from the um, three point line. Right. My opinion, like I gotta say, I keep saying I, I will, between him and Jason Tatum, I understand why people pick Jason Tatum, but I got Jalen Brown because of his two way capability. It comes with the flash with Tatum because even like when Tatum goes through these stretches like the last couple of games, he haven't been scoring. And I know Jalen had a tough game the last game. Jalen is consistent in what he do because of other defense and he's gonna attack the basketball. Right. But um and like I said once again the Toronto Raptors guards are just too small. They they, they, they look tiny and pudgy. Like, out there. <laughs> I mean they slick are they slick are like they are they are like honestly I know you've seen the Kyle Lowry jokes I'm not gonna say them on here because they're gay. But um <laughs> yeah Jalen Brown and even with Kemba being smaller he's still bigger than Fred VanVleet by a little bit. Right. And Jalen Brown is six eight to Kyle Lowry but. Six two, if we being nice. Six feet. 
Yeah. No, nah, he's taller than Van Vliet. Van Vliet is listed at six feet. So okay. six two, six three. Yeah, but they are they super undersized out there. And, and then, I think it's an issue too when it comes down to with Toronto. They're a great overall team. They need a superstar. They player. they do because I, although I like Fred Van Vliet, I say he's Derek Fisher three point I mean the next level borderline all star. Um you can't be running your final plays for him all the time. Like maybe sometimes, but like like that pass the OG the other day, the play was for Fred Van Vliet. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be for him. Um, but they need a go-to player that can win some games from a night a night like last night, like Boston they had control of the game and they they ended up winning the one eleven uh the eighty-nine. But that's when you had that kind of star player that keep you in the game and role players can be role, be role players yeah. opposed to trying to win games every night that way. Because like you say, uh, Boston has three All Stars. I mean, only two made it, but Jalen could have been an All Star this year. Gordon Hayward's been an All Star before, even though he isn't playing. Yeah, I just didn't count him because he, yeah, because he ain't playing. But they got three All Stars last night, and you know, um, Jason Tatum's having uh, having a tough night. Jalen Brown had twenty seven because I mean, he's an All Star type player, and Toronto's lacking that. I mean, Kyle Lowry is, you know, he's he an All Star. Pascal was an All Star starter, but that's also because of the season. Probably be same team All NBA. Yeah, the first team. So I think that's just what you see was missing in Toronto, um, because last night they could have they they had stretches where they could have just been getting destroyed and they were they were down twenty at one point. But when you got like Kawhi, that's when he picked it up in those yeah. moments. So I mean, whoever that star player is, where that's where they come in. So Toronto really is lacking in that. Um, but they, I think they should have lost at five. They kind of got lucky. Yeah, the LG hit that little luck, little 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 play one shot. Then they come off, you get a second game victory off of off that high. But I think but they could be six. yeah, they could it could they could have been one of it could have been one of five. But shout out to OG for hitting that shot because that is a tough shot to hit with that amount of time on the clock. It's really a catch and shoot situation, right? But so shout out to him for being ready because you always got to be ready to shoot. Yeah, but it'll be it'll be over in six. But <laughs> I was gonna go to Sunday games if you. Uh, I want to get anything um, else about them. No, nah, I'm good on the Sunday. The, yeah, I'm good with both of those. Guys. Both of those, um, yeah. Like kind of Toronto going definitely. I still got Boston. I do um, want to say, you know, shout out Michael Porter had a good game last night. Um, Michael, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. is like, I think we were talking about it before the um, before we started recording. Um, they clearly gonna let Paul miss that finish the yard as a starter. Yeah, I mean, that Bill said Grant. Michael Porter yeah. Jr. should be the him and Jaron Grant should be the starting wing, not wings before it's next year. Yeah, I think they're gonna go that way. Because Michael Porter, like one of the people, like Kevin Durant, um, he's just a natural scorer. Yeah. First of all, I mean, no, he's, he's, just basketball, he's just a basketball. Yeah, player, basketball player, yeah. period. Because he makes the right plays, he plays hard on defense, he rebounds, but he fits with the team. You well. know, that was the whole the thing. Like, oh, it's, you know, what that was keeping on the bench. Like, maybe he doesn't play. Good defense, Darla. Nah, yeah. he does. Nah. He does all that. He's he always been a solid rebounder. Like that was he averaged high rebounds in college. But I think he just did it with the team though, because Murray is a streaky scorer. Jokic, while he can be aggressive and score, he is more of a facilitator. So it's nice to have that player that, that can, can just get a bucket for you for real. And just one more thing about uh, Michael Porter. I know the you know the big concern is you know how's his back gonna hold up. But right. I've seen him hit the you know. Even with that, you know, he's still being aggressive, going for rebounds, hit the floor, taking hits. He gets right back up. So, as far as right now go, I don't think his back is bothering him. No, yeah, he, he's been looking healthy. And, you know, he made the all-bubble team. So, I think next year he's a, a, a big contender for uh, most of the group. Yeah. Like, he can make a – I got an average. If he starts start, start 20, easy. 
I think 20. I think if he starts, he average 23 next year. 20. I'm, 23, I'm just, you know, 20 easy just because just cause of that. But I can see 23 to 25. I got 23, 6, and 3. Six rebounds, three assists. I'm giving 20 at 8 next year. 20 and 8. Eight rebounds? Yeah, yeah eight rebounds. Eight rebounds minimum <clears throat> next year. Um, Sunday, who we had? We had Houston and the Lakers. They tied theirs up in Milwaukee and uh, the Bucks. Milwaukee and the Bucks. No, <laughs> Milwaukee and uh, the Heat. The Milwaukee decided not to get swept. They won. Giannis got hurt, I believe, in the second quarter. Didn't come back into the game, and he was playing pretty solid before that. Yeah, um, nineteen in the first quarter. I think he was uh eight for ten. Had hit a three. Yeah, playing pretty solid so far. Uh, I like how Chris Middleton stepped up for him. I think what he finished with thirty six, yeah, maybe twenty two. He had twenty two in the third. Right. And he made that shot in the fourth quarter that that um, put the game away for him because it was uh, they was up one. He had Hero on Tyler Hero was trying to make sure Miami didn't lose the game, but isn't that game like what you want to see from Middleton? Even like, when Giannis is out there, right? And isn't it's not like he hit the game winning shot, but to put them up and give them that um give them, give them that cushion room and to solidify the game to make sure they don't get swept way out, Giannis. That's what. You know, he that's the baby steps to being able to make the game with the shots. Oh, yeah. Saying. I mean, but that's why he's an all star, right? That's right. what Milwaukee expects of him. What I like too is the adjustment he made because they tried to run a similar play to end the game, I believe, when it was tied and he had the ball and he just kind of held it. He didn't even dribble to give himself space that so he allowed the double team to come yeah. because the double team was coming anyway because the double team came on that play too. But when he got it, he dribbled out just one dribble to give him a little space. So when the double team did come, he already was in rhythm. So he made more of a good adjustment, which that's been the issue with the Bucks, right? Yeah. <laughs> he made a good adjustment to put them up. But the main thing, uh, they say they're gonna try and see if Giannis could play. So he they hoping he can play in game five. Uh I, they haven't said how hurt he is. So my I, I still wonder how hurt is he really and could he have gone? They won the game, so it doesn't matter now. I it was a re-sprain from the game before. He got hurt in the first quarter, sprained in the first quarter. He played the whole game. But you still got to – if you can get out there and play, you still got to play. play. Like, but they won, so it's not going to matter. But they they were that dead, dead close to losing. And I really think it's over in game five. Nah, they played tonight, right? Yeah, they got yeah, – they, they, they got a Tuesday game. But, yeah, it's definitely over. Um, Bud is actually lucky that they get, they get swept because people were calling for him to get fired after game three. He just doesn't make adjustments, and I don't like their excuses for why they don't play Chris Middleton and Giannis yeah, more minutes. Yeah, um, I know Bud was saying, you know, anything over like you know thirty-two, thirty-five minutes is is basically it. They is above their ceiling. Like, and does he mean that in the sense of that's the most that they can play them, or they can't? They probably can't do nothing past that time. They probably can't do anything past that. <laughs> but it's like at, in the playoffs, you kind of got to. Yeah, right. Because everybody's playing. Higher minutes, and you just gotta play certain rotations, especially when stuff isn't working. Rotation. Like you gotta get Dante Devinjiko off the court. You gotta get Pat Connaughton off the court. I don't even know who Eric Eric Bledsoe. He probably played good. Eric Bledsoe saw that because he gonna play defense, and Eric Bledsoe. His worst thing is he just may not be shooting well, but he's not like afraid but, to shoot. I guess of the three between Kyle Korver, Pat Connaughton, and. Devachinko, how you say his name? One of them got to get off the court, though. Uh, I, I'm not playing Cunnington at all. I, none, I, I don't know about. I was neither like, one of them making shots. None of them play defense. Yeah, one of them got to go, if not all three. 
But I think Eric Bledsoe coming back gives them a little more punch in offense, even though, like I said, the series is over at five. I don't see them winning tonight. And if they do win tonight, I don't see them winning anything past that. I would say this, though, you win tonight, do that kind of put pressure on Miami? No. Or how y'all gave away two, or is it no pressure until it's 3-3? Because Miami, they playing free. I hate when teams say they really got nothing to lose, but Miami got nothing to lose for, like, another game. And then it's like, all right, we got to win. I think with every loss, a little more pressure gets added on because it's like you should have closed them out. Now it's like we didn't close them out. Like, all right, but we can close them out next time. Eventually that just – you can't always have that we'll close them out next time because – Right, because if get into a game seven, then anybody really could win. I mean, yeah. One game elimination, it, it don't matter who you are in that game. You like you just have a good day. You hit good shot at the end, you can win the game. So you definitely don't want to get to a game seven. So, and <clears throat> but so I, I guess this this is your last room for error. But if I'm Miami, I'm closing it out. Yeah, I'm closing and then, it out especially because you gotta feel like Boston about to close errors out too. So I don't want them chilling, giving Gordon Hayward more time to come back, letting Jason Tatum get out of whatever funk he in. Um, Kemba being healthier by the day. <laughs> I yeah. want to go ahead and play them for sure. Uh-huh. Um, but they play Boston. I mean Boston. God said Kemba, Milwaukee and uh. Milwaukee and Miami play tonight, 6.30. They TNT right before the Lakers. Lakers uh, went up two. They went, no, they tied the series, my bad, against uh, Houston. A lot of people put it on Westbrook because of the game. Four, I think it's like four for 15. He airballed the three. He missed that late three where <laughs> you've seen the memes. They got the memes of different people. They put it in between him and the next closest person. <laughs> like I saw when it was uh, – uh, Will Smith. Yeah, they pulled a shot with Will like so, most people put it on Westbrook, but I really look at James Harden more. I get why you put I get, yeah, it's on to agree with you first. It is on James Harden, but I understand you get why people put it on Westbrook because that's the one you see out there missing shots, airballing, turning the ball over. So, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, it's Westbrook ball. It was close in turnovers, seven and five. But you see Westbrook getting the turnovers. Though, yeah, yeah, right. Because James Harden. Because James Harden isn't. <laughs> calling for the ball. He isn't going to get the ball, which means he's not shooting the ball. When he shot 12 times in game two? Yeah, he was actually 6 for 12, 50%, and I believe he was – I believe he shot 13 free throws, 11 for 13, but he had 20, you know, 27 points. But, it's like, he shot 12 shots, and he – you know, you averaged 22 shots per game. So, to shoot 12, I think – and it's not like it was a close game where you say, well, he was playing defense. They got their ass kicked. Right. And I just say this, too. Houston had a lead in that game. So, at some point, you got a lead. I'm sure, well, Westbrook isn't having a great night. But he's still – you know, Westbrook going to give you the hustle plays at that point. That's when James, as the alpha of the team, and even Mike D'Antoni, they got to figure out how to put the ball in James Harden's hand. But see, you got him on him. And I think that's what – when you know, I think some people get confused when that, oh, James Harden doesn't come up in the clutch. So, you show him – Averaging 38 points in game seven or having 28 in a game seven or 35 in a game seven. But it's like these games, a lot of times we close games, and it's like he's nowhere to be found in the fourth quarter. They got to win a 2 0. Go 2 0 in the Lakers. You want to, you, you don't want to give LeBron that many type of chances in um, to switch to LeBron for a second, real quick. I think the difference in that game was anytime Anthony Davis, if Westbrook plays bad, that's bad. But anytime Anthony Davis scores 34 plus, they're going to win. 
because uh, he still have his moments where he becomes a two guard, <laughs> but he he really Anthony played. Davis, about. Right, Anthony Davis, yeah, but he really plays big. He played big in the in the paint for them, and that doesn't mean just like posting people up, but it's like the picks and just diving into the bucket and just straight dunking on people, or not stopping for a fifteen foot jump shot. Yeah. Shooting fadeaway. And not even shooting the jump tr- shot, but like charges. shooting fadeaway jump shots over James Harden when he's guarding you or even PJ Tucker when you can just rise over him. So he he was big for them. And I think like LeBron is pushing it. Um he's being more aggressive for them, which we say he had had to do from the start also. Cause uh he finished with twenty eight, I believe, in the game. And he set a pace for Anthony Davis to pick it up. I think he's trying to teach him on the way. So I'm trying to really give – I really got to give LeBron some credit for what he's doing with them because there are moments where he he is more aggressive to make Anthony Davis feel more aggressive because even though Anthony Davis is their best player, you can still tell he follows LeBron. But they really need Anthony Davis to be finals MVP and win the championship, nah, I think. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. But – and um, so LeBron, he almost had a triple-double, 28, uh, 11, and 9. And um, I think what's been helpful for him, too, when he's feeling it, he's going to shoot his jumpers or whatever. But he he really has been getting in the paint um, himself, driving to the basket, not settling for jumpers. And I think he's kind of doing it, trying to show Anthony Davis to do that, too. Well, even if Rondo played well last game, I still just don't believe in the guard play for real. Uh, not overall. Like, you're not getting much from KCP still. Danny Green, yeah, he up and down. It's, it's big to have Rondo back, and like we said, Caruso is good for them. It's just he can't be your man, your first or second guard off the bench, right. and that's the kind of way he is for them right now. So, who did you have in that series? Uh, you had the Lakers in six, right? Yeah, yeah, the Lakers in six. So, uh, game three tonight. What do you really kind of expect, or who, what would you expect to see? I expect James Harden to shoot twenty-five minimum shots tonight. Uh, I, would, I would like James Harden to shoot 25 <laughs> shots. I would like Westbrook to be around 18 to 23 shots. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, like they be getting good production from Eric Gordon too. So, what? Yeah, that's true. Um, no, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, just yeah, that they, that they oh, got because yeah, right. he had a solid game last game. Um, I think Lakers take the Lakers. Yeah, I would like the Lakers to keep. Keep playing big. Like I know it's gonna be hard. You know you can't really play Javale McGee or mm-hmm. Dwight Howard this series. But at some point you just gotta put them in there and be like, I don't think TJ TJ Tucker playing out in the, the you know PJ Tucker's gonna sit in the short spot on the court, which mm-hmm. is the corner. Mm-hmm. If Javale McGee can't get back to get those rebounds and contest shots, uh, yeah, he probably is unplayable. Play, yeah. um, They've been getting good minutes from Marquis. He had sixteen last game. No, yeah, Mark. Yeah, facts. Even though him and his brother are pretty soft, fake tough guys. Yeah, you right. see, like he yeah, Marcus hasn't been on that this series. Yeah, like, he, he, he hasn't. People know to pick on. <laughs> Try to pick on Luca. He he's a rookie as far as playoff goes. He's a little white boy, right? Let's be real, right? You know how that goes. But I think that I think you're gonna get a Kyle Kuzma game tonight. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot he played for right, basketball for the he, Lakers. He, he only had like 13 last game. But he, I expect 20 from Kuz tonight. I, I think if the Lakers really want to win the series, they Kuz send – Kuz kind of average like 15. Not even that, but they just make a statement tonight. At some point, like, 
If the Lakers y'all compete, win, by, y'all compete for the championship. The you gotta have a game where you just the Lakers beat the win by something. like twenty five tonight. Series is over. I'm I not gonna lie. If, if it's close, I think it goes seven. I had the Lakers in six though, and I had, I think I had Miami in five. I don't know. Maybe six. Series, I, I just know I had Miami. Yeah, I don't think I picked one in that series. Yeah, but you got anything else? Uh. For today, I think that's about it for now. We got a couple games coverage coming up. It's some draft stuff about to start up. Um, yeah, 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 nothing major has happened yet, but some draft stuff about to start up. Nothing to talk about yet. Are they talking about how they going to draft? They going to do it like – I believe it's going to be virtually. But I don't know. It's on university draft? Yeah, I believe so. But I, I, like I said, they they starting to get the details into that now. And we, we'll get into that a little more when we come back next time. Uh, and even some of the stuff that's coming out about what they want to do with the fans and stuff like that. So nothing to talk about now, but something to look forward to. Yeah. But as in that, I believe you got to shout out Nepal first. Shout out to our people yeah, in Nepal. Who's ever listening to Nepal? Shout out to y'all and y'all. All right. We got to give them. Uh, we had a few people. Of course, Ireland. Always. <laughs> Ireland is uh big there, Tokyo. Um where else were we at? Australia. Australia. We're in Australia, Australia right now, Austria. Um I think it's a few more places, but all around right now. That's why we're international. International professional podcasters. We are looking we had a comment, we wanna leave somebody out. We got in there. We got Nepal. We got Ireland. Oh, I didn't say the Netherlands. I'm Australia, sorry. Shout out to the Austria, Netherlands. Netherlands, Hong Kong. Yeah, definitely Hong Estonia, Kong. Estonia, Germany. Definitely Germany, too. Then, see, Dennis got us some play in, in Germany. We showed him for uh, uh, six <laughs> man of the year. He got us some love out there. He played for the Hawks. But yeah. Other than that, that's all I got for today. Yeah, that's it for today. All right. Oh, he liking the. So what you got, the Clippers in six? Oh, yeah, I got the Clippers in six. Uh, yeah, just to say that, too. The Clippers in six. I like that Denver is in folding against them, but they're not going. They're not good enough. Yeah. I, I think Kawhi just going to win the series. So, yeah, I got the Clippers in six. I got Lakers in six. six. I got Miami in five, Boston in six. six. So that's over. John W. For six. You know the Hoopers players. <laughs>